People have said it for years. Bailey, you have a black cloud hanging over you all the time. Now, there's a podcast to hear those dumbass stories of misery and triumph. Welcome to Bailey's Black Cloud Podcast. The exceptionally popular in its third episode, Bailey's Black Cloud Podcast, featuring the one and only Nate Hansen. Hey. Yeah, that guy right there. I'll be here all week. Are you surprised at how well this thing has done so far? No, I'm not actually. I I, I've been telling you for years, you got to talk about yourself. I know. That's on me. People seem to dig it, which is cool because I've got plenty of these stories, uh, which is great. I got one kind of Super Bowl related for this week. Oh. Did you do a big uh, like food spread? You're like me. You like to cook. You mm. just cook differently. I'm the grill guy. You're the uh, you're the baker. You're the baker and the oven guy. I do everything. I grill. I cook. I bake. You're, you're just a multi-purpose. <laughs> I air fry. Yeah, the air. Oh, dude, don't talk. Don't get me started on that air fryer, dude. Rach uh, loves loves the air fryer. She's air frying everything. She's like, you want chocolate milk? Air fry. You want a ham sandwich? Air fry. You want wings? Air fry. You want hot dogs? Air fry. Where's the toothpaste? In the air fryer. Everything's in the air fryer. It's great. It's yeah. easy. Yeah, it's fast. It's, it's quick. Good. Did you do anything for the Super Bowl food-wise? Uh, yeah, we did wings. Uh, in the air fryer? Yep. Yeah. Sliders in the air fryer. Yeah. And uh, Is it just you and your wife? Yeah, just us. We just stayed at home. Isn't that weird? Like, we did the same thing. Like, it was just a small group of us. And we made so much food. Uh, like, we had this these gigantic hot dogs that uh, we got from a, a meat market, a Mitch's Meat and Fish in Roswell, Georgia. And they were delicious. And we put crab meat on them, called them Old Bay Dogs. We got Old Bay Bacon. We had wings. We had dips. We had uh, those sharp coochie boards, mm-hmm. you know, with all the cheeses and the meats. Yep. Man, we had everything. And like maybe 10% of it got eaten. That was it. Yeah, then you have leftovers all week. Do you eat the leftovers though? No, we try. That's why we we cook smaller and it was just us. We tried to, you know, make it so we don't have leftovers. So I'm not eating wings every day this week. Right, exactly. Because that's how you get fat. Mm. And, and hot dogs are not a reheat food. I think they are. They just. In college they were. Yeah. I mean. Those, those, You're in your 40s, not so much. Yeah, but you can throw them in the microwave 30 seconds. Yeah, I that's guess. Good. But it's just not the same. Like hot dogs yeah. are, you, you need it at the get-go. So mm-hmm. the uh, Black Cloud story kind of, you know, goes with what we're talking about in the Super Bowl. So I'm doing uh, the uh, the shopping at the grocery store, you know, just a couple. Like there's, like, you know, you go a couple times to make sure you get everything. Now, uh, I'm a dipper. Skull long cut, mint extra. If they don't have extra, uh, I go the classic for those not that know. Been a dipper my whole life. I know. Bad habit, bad habit. Uh, so when I go to the grocery store, you know, back in the day, you could buy a log. A log was 10 cans. When I was in college in North Carolina, a small school called Wingate. I played football there for a couple of years. It's like, you know, where the men are men and the sheep are scared. There were 50 cops, one mile radius. You had a grocery store, you had a pizza place, and you had a gas station. That was it. You could get, take a guess how much I paid for dip. This would have been 93 to 95. Jeez, I have no idea. Uh, 10 bucks? Yeah, for a dollar a can. Really? Yeah, ten bu- a dollar a can. Wow. It was cheap. Gas was like 89 cents. And I don't know if it was just this part of the world or what, but it was great. So obviously it's gotten expensive, and they don't sell it. My point is they don't sell it in what's called a sleeve, like a full sleeve. They don't sell it in tens anymore. Uh, the, a sleeve is now five. So going so to the grocery store. Short sleeve. 
Yes, that's a short <laughs> sleeve. Exactly. So I'm at the grocery store, the Kroger, and uh, and and these, you know, again, the whole premise of this podcast is these things always happen to me. Whether I, you know, tend to embellish a little bit, but Nate is my witness because he's seen it firsthand. Mm-hmm. It's just not easy. No, and there has to be a scientific proof why these things happen. Yeah, it's just karma. Well, I've got. I should have good. I do good things in life. Oh yeah, not saying it's always bad, but you know, sometimes when you go after people, maybe it's coming back at you. No, well, maybe that's it. All right. <laughs> uh, so anyway, so I'm checking out. I only got a few things, and uh, I did not go through the self checkout. I'm not a big believer in the self checkout. My theory is, is, if I have to check out my own groceries, then I should pay less, and I really stand behind that. I'm really anti self checkout. I like the self checkout because I can get through it quicker. Yeah, but there's always an issue. And then, like, and then it always tells you that uh, you need to bag the grocery. And then it yells at you. And then it locks up. Yeah. And then the lady has to come over. And she's never fast. Because she can't, like, physically. Like, physics will not make her fast. See, there's not always an issue. It's just your black cloud. Because I don't have those issues. Really? No. In and out. That, 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 that can't be true. Look, the grocery store is when I have most of my black cloud moments. <laughs> it's almost like grocery stores purposely hire mutants that just don't know how to function common sense throw it out the fucking window they have no idea what common sense is and so uh so anyway i'm I'm checking out and i and i purposely wait in line on my on my six foot sticker uh to to go through the tobacco line and the tobacco line of course is is the is the middle line and it's got the bulletproof glass on the all the tobacco products it just makes things easier And that's what I was trying to do is make things easier because what I found out in the past, and I've had this, this is just one in particular moment because it was so close to the Super Bowl. That's why I'm telling you, but this happens all the time is when I ask for my, my dip in an off aisle, I can't point it out. Like they just don't know what it is. Oh, like they, they can't recognize the can or they've just never heard of it. Yeah, all the above. Like they, they just they look at me like I'm an alien, and so I get up there checking out and you've got the uh, the cashier, then you've got the the bag mutant, and then for some reason there was this older woman with a, a sweater that smelled like trailer park cigarette smoke, blue navy blue with a bunch of fuzz and looked like cat hair on it. <laughs> And I don't know why she was there. It was like she was supervising the the mutant bad guy. Anyway, so I'm like, okay, uh, you know, they ring it up, and I put in my little, you know, membership ID and stuff. And I say to him, I say, I say to the cashier, as a chick, I say to her, I go, yeah, uh, I need five cans of Skull Long Cut Mint extra. And so for some reason, the stinky sweater wearer lady goes, I got it, and she leaves. But she works there. Yeah, she works there. Oh, okay. She left. She left. Like she was getting it for me, but it was right there. Like I purposely got, I waited longer to be in this aisle to make it easier on them because I know it's always a hassle. I don't know where, I don't know where the fuck she went. She just left. Like she, like she was going to another store to get it, to bring it back to me. Was the one in front of you, maybe the floor model. (laughs) (laughs) No, Out of all the issues I've ever had buying dip, uh, I never understood. So anyway, she comes back and she goes, I can't find it. 
what are you talking? And I'm dumbfounded because I said to the cashier, the cashier didn't think it was odd. The mutant bag person, I don't even think understood what's going on. Like, I think he gets just gets dropped off and just has like programmed to bag groceries and has no idea what they're doing. So like, I'm just sitting there wondering what's happening. She comes back and she goes, uh, I couldn't find it. And I said, oh, I don't understand. It's right there. You know, I'm pointing at it. It's right there. And she goes, oh, okay. That's what you wanted. Mm-hmm. All right. At this time, I'm getting irritated, and there's a line of people behind me. It's a Super Bowl, not Super Bowl Sunday. It was Super Bowl Saturday. It was Saturday for everybody's buying their Super Bowl stuff. Oh yeah. So I could feel the tension, the frustration of people behind me. I'm like I just want to get out of here. I don't want to be the guy that you know. You get somebody that's five deep. Hey, hurry up! Let's get it going. <laughs> chop, chop. You know, and then you got to sell out the cashier, or the mutant bag person, or the smelly sweater person, and you don't want to do that. You, you know, they're just doing their job. So I said, no, it's right there. I go, no, what you're talking about? It's right there. My dip is right there. Skull long cut min extra. It's the blue can with the silver ring. Make it even more easy for him. Blue can, silver ring. So the cashier finally decides to handle this, turns around, unlocks the case, goes in, gets the wrong one. Now you can get it mixed up because there's a blue can with a gold ring, but there is a difference. Yeah. Different metals. Between silver and gold. If I were to approach you and I would say, I have 10 gold coins or 10 silver coins, one would think most people would understand the difference of color and accept the 10 gold coins. Am I right? Right. Okay. Mm -hmm. Just making sure we're all on the same page. They grab the gold coin. Now it's kind of funny, you know, because this always happens. Again, same black cloud moment every time I ask for dip. So, uh, no, it's the silver ring. You know, then I go, you know, it's second row down, five in from the left, like literally map it out. They finally figure it out and they bring over one can. What did I say before? Bring over five. Five cans, yes. It's like when you go to Subway, they ask you everything you want in your sub at the beginning, but they never remember and they ask you at every different condiment station. Drives me fucking nuts. Mm -hmm. Don't ask me in the beginning if you don't have the muscle memory in your brain to remember the black owls at the end of the station. Yeah. Right. Ask me as we go, just make things easy. So I don't have to repeat myself, waste my breath. <laughs> so they, uh, <clears throat> so anyway, they, uh, I say five cans, they bring over five cans and then I get this. Then now, that, understand that this has taken some time for them to figure out their product. Right. Right. Uh, then the, the stinky blue sweater lady goes, you know, that's bad for you. That's not their job. No, thanks, Grandma. Right. That's not their job to judge you. I'm not judging your stinky blue cat-haired sweater and you're working at a grocery store because I'm not judging McJudgerson. You're judging me that I'm buying dip, and they don't even know if it's for me. And I've had people say this to me before. Even people in line, they'll say, you know, that's bad for you. Yeah, no shit. Thanks. Like, I'm an idiot. Well, I guess I'm an idiot if I'm doing it, but I know that. So uh, I tell I go, no, it's for my daughter. And uh, she looks at me funny. That's the best line. If you're buying tobacco <laughs> products and, and they, you get somebody to judge you, because you never say, it's your. how do they know it's yours? They don't know it's yours. Yeah, they're just assuming. They just automatically think that it's your, well, because it's common sense. So anyway, after all this, I finally get it. I mean, this is, this is a process, right? I mean, this shouldn't be, like Nate was saying earlier, it shouldn't be this much of a process to check out. I had like literally five or six items. It was the last part of our Super Bowl food. Yeah. Every single time I go, now here's my gripe. Here's my biggest problem with this. I just want to make sure everybody's got this story. I am a firm believer 
that wherever you work, especially in retail, right? Grocery stores, retail, correct? Yeah, I would just, yeah, I would okay. say that. You, and it's like lesson 101. It's the first thing that you should be taught in any business that you work in, especially retail, is that you should know your product in every product. Uh, one of, actually my first job that I ever had, I uh, worked at a grocery store. I was 12 years old in Naples, Florida. And I want to say it was like a Florida choice or it it doesn't exist anymore, but I I was, I I got hired. I got hired because my mother pissed me off one day and we got in this screaming match because I needed new tires for my ATV, my four wheeler. And there were $338 in the ATV magazine. And she said that she didn't have it. And I'm young, stupid, naive, narcissistic, dumb, dumb face, uh, you know, whatever, everything a punk ass kid could be. And uh, I say to her, uh, you know, I'm autom- I'm thinking that, you know, you're my mother. I ask you give. Mm-hmm. This is a necessity. How am I supposed to get around town on my four wheeler if I don't have tires? Your sorry broke ass needs to go prostitute your body to get me three hundred thirty eight fucking dollars to get my four wheeler tires. <laughs> That's what's going on in my head. Yeah. That obviously is wrong. Yeah. All right. How old were you? I was 12. Oh, okay. I was 12 Yeah, you old. probably didn't get it then. Well, yeah, I, well, I totally didn't get it. <laughs> so she goes, she goes, you know, hey, fatty, go uh, and, and, and get the money yourself. Get a job. That's it. Get a job. Mm-hmm. So I opened up the phone book and I, I called the first place that my finger landed on. And I'm thinking grocery store out of the gates. And I called up, talked to, can I speak with the manager? Manager gets on the phone, says, yeah, we're hiring. Come on in. I said, okay. So I go to my mom. I got a job. Take me in. I got an interview in an hour. She takes me in. The guy hires me right on the spot. I start the next day. Right? Right. First thing he taught me, he says, you need to walk on your own time through every single aisle and know where everything is at. As a 12-year-old bag boy, he taught me this. Dang. Yeah. I'm dealing with some bitch that smells like dirty cigarette smoke from a trailer park that's got cat hair on her navy blue sweater. She's probably 80 years old and doesn't know that rule. That's unacceptable to me. Especially if she's some kind of manager. She should know these things. But there are probably a lot more products now than there were then. No. product Pickles are pickles. Peanut butter is peanut butter. Soda pop, soda pop. There's six or seven different brands of pickles and different kinds. There's bread and butter. There's the, the sweet ones. There's all, there's all different kinds, but you should, as a manager, you should know everything in the store. But like, if I were to go into a grocery store and I say, Hey, where can I find the pickles? You should bam without thinking all four. Boom. Bam. Yeah. All four. Hey, I need, uh, uh, I need condoms. All 12. Bam. Right in the middle on the left. Bam. Right. Right. I need skull long cut mid extra. Second row, five into the left. Bam. Yeah, they should know that. They need to start hiring people from uh, from Home Depot because you walk in there and you're like, hey, I need this screw with a line on it. And they're like, oh, yeah, aisle three, third row down. Not true. I could tell you many black cloud moments I've had at Home Depot. And I'm at Home Depot probably three times a week on average. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you'll get people, they'll try to pass the buck. That's another thing that I do. Uh, I'm glad I remembered this because I wanted to mention it during this podcast. So, and this is good for those that are listening, uh, the millions and millions that are downloading this from now on, this is great, uh, is that you call them out because people need to be called out on their bullshit. Again, bring the people's hammer down, hold them accountable when they're trying to blow you off. 
because this is another thing that drives me nuts. You go to the store. Now, if the dip wasn't behind the aisle, because back in the day when I was, I used to call myself a dip ranger. I used to steal it all the time until I got caught and scared the living shit out of me. Uh, I just shove it down my pants. And a manager caught me, and I was like, oh, I'm going to go to jail over a dip. I'm scared. I'm is, never doing it again. Is that a log in your pants? Or are you just happy to see me? <laughs> I was terrified that day. I was like, oh, my God. This <laughs> is <laughs> so scary. But here's the thing is that people, they try, to, they try to pawn you off. They're like, I think it's on aisle five. I think is not a response. If you work somewhere and a customer comes up and asks you a question, I think is not a response. Either you know or you don't know. And if you don't know... You ask somebody. I even will take it a step farther. I have a problem with someone sending you to an aisle. I think they should walk you to the aisle to make sure you find it. That's good customer service. It is, but also we don't know how they run their business. A lot of times, like when I worked retail, you were you you were put into a section of the store and you could not leave that section. That was your section. So they may not be able to walk you down, but they definitely should have called somebody else that knew. Well, they should have zones, like they're running a zone defense or something. Yeah. Or, you know, you got, okay, so you've got one through five, you've got six through 10, you've got 11 through 15, and you got to walk somebody there. Somebody asks on the way, because you always get those rude people that know that they're helping you, but yet they still, I just got a quick question. Mm. Shut the fuck up. It's not your turn. Wait your turn. It's my turn. I've got Ernie from Home Depot right now. He's helping me find the screw with a certain lines in it. You wait your turn. Uh, but Ernie should be taking me to the aisle, right? But then there's nobody in Ernie's section. Well, that's Ernie's got everything. Ernie's got all. Ernie's got oh. zone one. Oh, he's free range. Yeah, yeah. Ernie will rebound. <laughs> like after Ernie. And that's the thing. The faster he helps me, because if not, I got to go back and I will interrupt him because I had him first. Yeah. But see, this is where that karma comes in. Got to learn somebody, then it's going to come back at you. No, 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 no. See, I'm not the weird one. Everybody else is. I've come to realize that as I've gotten older, 45 years of age, I'm not fucked up. Everybody else is. I've got more common sense than 99% of the world. But maybe you're that one. What do you mean I'm the one? Well, you know, like the chosen one to teach everybody the way? No, but it. If everybody else is a different way, then maybe you're the weird one. No, 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 no. They've been programmed. <laughs> oh, yeah. Those sheep. <laughs> <laughs> They're at some point in time. At some point in time. They're programmed look, with manners. <laughs> look at these losers. <laughs> <laughs> at some point in time, the non-common sense storm rained down dum-dum drops. <laughs> everybody's chin was facing up, and they swallowed gallons of dum-dum drops. It's my time to come in with the common sense umbrella to save society. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Whether you believe it or not, it doesn't matter. I believe it. That's the important thing. Yeah. So anyway, that's my story for uh, this week's episode of Bailey's Black Cloud Podcast is not knowing your product, which then, see, everything has got the snowball effect. And when you screw up, that means something else most likely will screw up. And from there, there's just numerous groups. It's like liars. You shouldn't lie. I'm not a liar, right? Uh, you lie, then you've got to lie again to cover that lie. Mm -hmm. Then you've got to keep lying and keep lying. I think everybody's been in that situation. So you know what I'm talking about when you lie and then you forget the lies and then you get caught and then you feel really, really stupid because you're like six lies in. Now you, you didn't even tell one lie. You've told six lies. Yeah. You're going to backtrack and lie again. Exactly. So it's the same thing about not knowing your product if you're in the retail or giving bad customer service. Maybe that's the way to say it is that you pissed me off. 
you made me late for life. I mean, I really wouldn't go, but I'm just saying I could have been out a lot faster. Yeah. You had all the people behind me that, um, that had shit to do and you made them wait, you know, somebody might add ice cream that melted. Who knows? It's ruined. It's ruined forever and ever. They're going to leave it there. They're not going to know where to put it back because they don't know their products. But this is what I'm saying is the snowball effect, the yeah. negative snowball effect. And it's all because uh, these people didn't know where the blue school long cut mint is. Just know your product. That's all I'm asking. You know, and here's the thing. You do it on your own. That's it. it. Like you do it on company time. But when you've got a second, that's when you study this shit. Like you've been in retail. You worked in the clothing. You worked at what? American Eagle or something, mm-hmm. right? Okay. So I know you're a box boy. But you still spent enough time in the store, muscle memory in your brain, like photographic memory, going through and going, okay, well, the white bird shirts are here. The yellow bird shirts are here. The khaki shorts are all over here. You know? Yeah. I know if somebody comes up to me and says, hey, I need a white bird shirt with khaki shorts, right there. That's 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 That part of the store is where you're going to go. Can I get you some cologne to go with that? Yeah. Because that's right there. You it, knew everything. It shouldn't even be on on your own time the company should train you how to do that that's part of your job they should train you exactly all right there you go uh you know eventually one of these days we'll set something up so i mean i you know so we can get some of your black cloud stories because i'd like to to mix them in especially like an audio version like where you can leave a message or are are we doing anything like that yeah we can do that yeah we do something like that. i know i've gotten a couple messages because like i'm dumbfounded like so over the moon with even three episodes in with you guys, like all the positive feedback, this is cool. Like you're digging it. I think you like, you know, that it's around 20 minutes. Um, I think you like the honesty of the stories. Like if you listen to the radio show, obviously I can't tell all these details, especially this way. So I think a lot of people, especially that listen and those that don't listen, which I've gotten a lot of those too. Yeah. Like I just found it on Apple or iHeart or uh, Stitcher. Yeah. Stitcher, Spotify, Podbean. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you guys are everywhere with your podcast, and then you've somehow. Uh, included the Bailey's Black Cloud podcast into your uh, weekly routine, which is like, uh, I couldn't ask for anything more. So thank you so much. Uh, JasonBailey.com. Maybe you found it there. If not, you can go there and that's how you can get a hold of both myself and Nate. And they can give us us stories. Until next time. Bye. People have said it for years. Bailey, you have a black cloud hanging over you all the time. Now, there's a podcast to hear those dumbass stories of misery and triumph. Welcome to Bailey's Black Cloud Podcast.